Living with Midweek. Welcome to Midweek Maidly. This is the hilarious spin-off show from the podcast. It's not hilarious at all, is it? This is the <laughs> the, the midweek show where we, we look at any comments we've had on the episode because the episodes were getting too long and too dull for this part, so uh, we yeah. separated it out. I'm joined by the co-host, Andrew Haig. Good evening. Uh, yeah, how are you, mate? Um, Good, I've just, just rushed back from Birmingham to record, so... Yeah, I've been on a so, run. I think I've pulled muscle in my leg. Yeah, yeah, um, no, like, we we sort of, when we started doing this, we thought, oh, we'll get some Maidley news in. He's not really been up to anything. He's not, Ed Balls has taken his job at Melbourne. Uh, He's, he has said he has not been sacked, but so far. Yeah, just. Persona non grata. Not really doing much. So, we may as well just dive straight into the feedbacks. We've got a lot because we missed last week's, obviously. Uh, before we start, I want to apologise. Two things I want to apologise for on the last episode. Peter Gennon, which we dropped today, actually, didn't we, as we were recording. Um, yeah, that's live now, yep. Um, I swear on this a lot, because you obviously you sent it me to, to make sure you got the edits right, because I've been away this weekend. And um, I, I can't believe how much I said fuck in that, in that episode. The, the graphic content drew out that sort of language, didn't it? It was... Uh, I, yes. I was amazed. Every other word, I'm like, fuck. I was like, I don't know, like Warnock, fuck you know. And um, yeah, something else as well that I, I know as well said. I said actress instead of actors. You're not, you're not, you know, it's not right to say actresses anymore. Um, Is it not? Fact. No, no, no. Apparently that because actress means like a small actor. So um, women mm-hmm. actresses, women actors. I don't know, it's been it again. <laughs> actors are uh, classed as apologise by reinforcing. Apologise by saying it again. But it's hard to get back into. Do you know what I mean? Because I've always caught. I didn't know it was. That's that's pretty classed as, but yeah, um, but yeah, oh, okay. so wrong, yeah. So it's changed, has not it? Peter Gennon's changed you. He's changed me, yeah. I, I want to be as, as PC as possible now. So we'll get into the comments for the last few episodes. Um, Jane uh, message. I mean, we've talked about this privately about um, she thought she was stood behind me at the Paul Eating gig in December, which, which she will have been because I did go to that gig, um, and she said she had no idea how close she came to being physically assaulted. Um, obviously. That goes on from my uh, punching a woman at madness, um, which, taken out of context, sounds absolutely awful. But, um, I, yeah, I, I don't think he's the sort of guy I'd be swinging my arms around to. I don't know. What do you think? Oh, yeah, I think there'll be some swinging. I think she was probably right. I loved as well, I, I responded on the Twitter account. I love somebody who's never listened, just looking through, coming across that. I'm glad I didn't come and see you at the Paul Eaton gig, because what did he say? Because I would have been... Physically attacked. Physically assaulted. Yeah, and I said, yeah, you'd have ended up with a black eye. <laughs> yeah. Not 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 into violence, certainly it was, you know, especially not against, against women. But um, yeah, uh, but you so you will run the risk if you come close to someone at a gig with dyspraxia. Is all I'm going to say. On the, uh, the, the 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 driving school one, because um, we're going to be a bit all over it because we've got loads to go for. Real Bobby V said he can't not hear Pam Lacar <laughs> always through this, but he says you. We might make it, but it sounds like we're making her more exotic than she is, Pamela Carr. Pamela, Pamela Carr. I don't know what it is. Is it Pamela Carr or Pamela Carr? Yeah, I don't know. I must admit, I. it's only when we were recording. I was thinking Pamela Carr, but then as you were saying it, I thought, oh, yeah, is it just Pamela? 
Pamela Carl. I don't know if it's Pamela Carl. She's real Bobby B's put Pamela Carl as in like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah no, she can't be called Pamela Carl. Surely. Yeah, I think she could be. Pamela Carl. <laughs> That's amazing. Absolutely amazing. Uh, any uh, tag design? I've only just seen this. I've been going through the notifications. So like I said, I've been away, so I've not really seen that much of this. But um, it back grows back, coming back. I saw that. I didn't know if that was a, a kind of hoax or a spoof. It looked like uh, PJ and Duncan were involved. Yeah, yeah, they're going to be in it. I don't think they're going to be in it like, you know, main characters, but they're going to make an appearance. But obviously in the last episode, as we've discussed before, yeah, the, yeah. they end up... <laughs> You hate this phrase, but they end up becoming self-aware. And, um, yeah, they realise yeah. the story and characters or something, don't realize they? Realise the characters, yeah. Um, and yeah, and then they all die because they were... I can't remember. I think they, they write that there's going to be a bomb at the school or something like that. Yeah, yeah. We, I, don't know a... gonna, I don't know how they're going to rewrite that history, unless they just say Royal Dream or something. Which episode did you you'd use that as one of your examples? That was one of your choices, wasn't it? Yeah, it was TV finales, that TV was. TV finales. So, yeah, if you want to hear about the madcap last episode of Biker Grove. Yeah, you're right. It does make it weird how they're going to bring it back. Yeah, and honestly, it became I became self-aware. There's, there's a guy, oh, I can't remember. I do follow him as well. Oh, Dr. Forgive me, I forgot his name. YouTube child, brilliant. Does a bit like what we do, actually. Does in old shows. And I think I've sent you before, haven't you, some of his stuff? Yeah, um, I can't remember. I can't remember what he's called. But anyway, he does a, a full, like, half an hour uh, video on uh, Biker Grove, and that's the only time I've seen clips from that episode. Oh, it's, yeah, it's good actually. That, yeah, yeah, it's as mad as you think it would be. Um, it's just such a bizarre, bizarre ending. I'm going to even like another thing that we've not talked about for a couple of series. Silla Black, I don't know if you saw this. Jack tagged us in. Uh, I've watched something recently that Limmy did about Silla Black, but is that because we were tagged in it, or was that just coincidence? That was just coincidence, I think. Uh, right. This is no. uh, someone put a, a tweet up, and it's titled "Silla the Frequent Flyer." It says, "Known and feared throughout the cabin crew community, Silla Black's in-flight attitude uh, is the stuff of legend. Not only would she insist on travelling first class, she demand seat one A. That was only the first of many demands, too, all of which were made through her PA. As Silla did not want to speak to any staff herself, the full nine yards too." Not so much as a please or a thank you. One flight attendant eventually grew so tired of her behaviour, he leaned over to speak directly to her and and uttered the immortal line, I knew you couldn't sing, but I didn't know you couldn't fucking speak. Wow. Yeah, Yeah, I don't don't know this silly thing, whether it's just become like a kind of self-fulfilling prophecy. Did did everyone expect her to act in a certain way so she did it? Or was she ever nice, I suppose, is what I'm asking. Godzilla, isn't it? That's what they call her. I mean, I remember looking at it. I love, I love, there's a fucking forum called Tattle Forum. It's horrible. Um, I don't really go on it that much, but I wanted to see who this BBC presenter was, yeah. um, to be honest. And they, they're always like, you know, they, they can get, they get the stuff. That's where I found out about Schofield and what you were up to. Um, and yeah, stuff like that. There's loads of stories about her on there, like about just being, you know, about being horrible and stuff like that. It's a terrible website, or well, as, as we said at the time, though, we've we've never met her, we've never had a bad experience of her, so could just be these people are unlucky, I suppose. And this might, a lot of uh, them, isn't there? there is a lot of them, but this might, because I know how much you like this song. Um, Berlin Blade tagged us in this. I've n- I've never seen this before. This is Silla Black's version of I Have a Tiger. I Have the Tiger. I Have the Tiger. I Have the Tiger.
I'm going to watch that after we finish because I noticed it. Have you not? She's got boxing gloves on in a boxing ring. <laughs> She's singing it. So, yeah. I wonder whether that's. I don't know. I'm talking about Lemmy. I've just been watching some of his videos, but um, there's something like he says got knocked out by Scylla Black and she's in a boxing ring so it is I'm, that yeah. we haven't watched it yet yeah, yeah, so yeah alright um, on the interviews episode that we did not the last one the one before Navdeep said David Icke was before his time he belongs to the Ray Stubbs era <laughs> absolutely adore I love that uh, you can define an era by Ray Stubbs he probably Ray knows exactly Stubbs what he means era. though yeah it's great I think we've talked about this before but what the fuck is that where is he Ray Stubbs he doesn't do anything yeah, we we actually thought. Did we think about doing an episode where what happened to Ray Stubbs? Yeah, what what did happen to him? Because he was like well respected, and then he went on that The Voice, didn't he? Celebrity Voice, and he was quite funny on that because he was terrible. But like you know, um, I'm just having a quick look now. Oh, hang on. Uh, oh no, that's after ESPN. Da, 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 da. He's he, he presents the darts apparently. Um, but that were in February oh, 2020. Good Stubbs. I don't know why he's gone missing. Yeah. He's not really done anything since about 2003. He's certainly not done any football since 2013. I mean, Inverdale's still doing Wimbledon, and so yeah, there's a place for Inverdale is a place for Stubbs, I would say. Again, this is like this is an, a bad thing to say for. I'm, I'm lobbying. It seems like the thing to do at moment lobbying accusations out, so I may as well get in. in what are you going to say? In, no, it's nothing that bad. In Sue Barker allowed to be allowed to be. In Sue Barker um, meant to be a bit of a twat, or have I made that up completely? Uh, I don't know. I don't know how you would meet her unless she just. I think she just sits in Wimbledon all year and she's just waiting for that tournament. So yeah, I can imagine yeah. she is pretty fed up in there. Yeah, if you've ever met Sue Barker, please let us know. Um, yeah. Um, JB said to us, "Why don't you both fuck off?" <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> me. Because we did. You did ask for abuse at the end of the interview episode, didn't you? Um, oh, I said you could send it if you wanted. Yeah, like everyone's. He's gone for it. Yeah, 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 that's fine. It, it, I like his style. Uh, and this is interesting about the the interview on it. De Gaunter said um, he listened to the podcast and he says he agreed with this uh, sentiment about Skinner uh, that he was he was a hugely underrated interviewer, which I think he was. I think that yeah, yeah. real talent he had there and, and probably didn't get. Well, he, he mentions the Tara Palmer Tomkinson one, doesn't he? Yeah, yeah. Which, and if you remember, like it, I was going to have, but then you told me you were having uh, Matthew Kelly, yeah, so we, oh, we won't Skinner. we won't do double Skinner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We didn't, we, we didn't want double Skinner, but that one you were going to have, and he says he dealt with a uh, higher mid breakdown. Um, he, he basically gently steered the impending car crash. Uh, car crash down gentle stop was compassionate and masterful interviewing, and I think he's really good at it. And you know, I mean, like he says here, that he can't imagine many else would have had the guts to do the Matthew Kelly interview, knowing what he what he'd said yeah, about. Yeah. It's yeah. pretty long. If Sue Barker said, "Can I come on your podcast?" No. I'm thinking about it now. It's just come to my mind. What would a famous Missy Merton kind of disaster one? She interviewed. I don't think it was a disaster. She interviewed Chris Eubank, didn't she? And she said, um, "Are you going to hit man?" Because he didn't get it at all. Yeah. And she interviewed yeah. Debbie Daniels, Paul Daniels' wife, and said, "What attracted to you the multimillionaire Paul Daniels?" <laughs> yeah, brilliant. <laughs> and then she interviewed Bernard Manning, which we're, we're probably going to do a Bernard Manning episode. We're, we're going into controversy fucking scenes now, aren't we? So. We probably are going to do someone sent. I think it might have been Bernard Blair. It might not be. We'll, we'll get that back. But someone asked us to do a Bernard Manning documentary. That um, yeah, I think we're going to try yeah, and cover. We, we are it. definitely going to do that at some stage, but yeah. just, just don't know what order. So yeah, but it's on the list. 
JP said Francis Rossi is still very much alive, but he'll look out for trending for him trending. Obviously, the curse of Maidley. Not really happens, has it? The curse of Maidley. Uh, this this series, other than which we'll get to in a minute um, when I come down to some more. That was the that's the dark haired guy out of Status Quo, isn't it? Yeah, I, yeah, another, you're right. Another Italian right, sounding name. Where did I get? I don't know. I, and I, then I you know. said the other one, didn't you? Didn't you say Rick Parfit? I don't know anything about Status Quo. I know like they wore denim jeans and they sort of bobbed when they. I don't know well, anything about stage court. I would, and I would like to know less, to be honest. I don't, I'm not interested. We're talking about this. We went to, we went to London on Sunday. And we were about big bands that you absolutely hate. Oh no, sorry, we were Liverpool the week before because weren't we egg And um, every time, every street corner seemed to have Aberon, like you know, just outside, like playing him. And he had his fingers in his ears <laughs> because he ate them that much. Is there anyone that big that you ate? Uh, no, I don't think so. I don't like the Bee Gees. I've got to admit, I don't think I've ever heard a song by them. No, they've done all. some good stuff though. And same with ABBA. They've done, yeah, they've done a lot of crap, but they've done some good stuff. Yeah, I don't like ABBA, but I don't hate them. I don't put my fingers in my ears in the middle of the street. But I don't know. There must be someone out there. I'm not a big fan of Pink Floyd, and everyone thinks I'm a dick for that. But you know, yeah, I'm not. I'm not going to argue with you. I think I, I don't get them as much as some people do. But yeah, I'm trying to think of like a massive sort of big band that that everybody loves. No, I don't know. Some of the sort of rock stuff annoys me a bit. I think some of the just real shouty sort of stuff. But, yeah, I uh, don't know. Move on. I don't know. Pink Floyd's Dark Side of the Moon is the most selected album on Desert Island Discs of all time. And Desert Island Discs is one of the most pretentious shows of all time. So there you go. <laughs> I'd like to go on it. We should do his own, Desert Island Discs. It would be pretty, pretty shit. We're going to do it. something similar, weren't we? I think we are, yeah. I Desert Island picks or something where you're going to get one song one have film we have we done that already i don't know we might have done it who knows sure. who knows uh jane again said uh, about the interviews as soon as she said wogan obviously did david iv wogan um she was sure we were getting the george best interview and nabdi mentioned this as well uh, she said it's probably one that you're too young to remember but we didn't want to cover this because we thought it were a bit because you were going to have it weren't you until you had I. I mean it is yes what did we call it in the end was it shocking interviews or no, I think it was memorable, memorable interviews and yeah. it certainly is memorable yeah but it's it's quite unpleasant it's not it's not very nice is it I think it's it's watching somebody who's completely broken which I suppose in a way that Tara Palmer Tompkins someone is but I don't know yeah. the, the, the energy is different this just seems very downbeat the George Best one I think it's horrible I can't remember what question Wogan asked him is something like uh, oh, what you're doing like now, or what you've got planned? Because I like screwing Terry. You know, that's like, I mean, it's funny, but it in because he's hammered. At least Oliver Reed yeah. did a dance, didn't he? When he come on. Have you yeah. seen? Oh, yeah, uh, yeah, I never even considered that one. What, what's he? Fucking Nicholas Cage. You were that woke when he came on. Did like a backflip. Tom Cruise was jumping about on chairs, weren't he? Don't, that don't were remember. a bad one. Yeah, and he was jumping, going. I don't I know. Nicholas Cage did a bit. Somersault yeah, yeah, yeah. Nick, I'm, sure, I'm sure it were on Wogan. Type it in. Uh, another one that you were going to have, in fact, were Clough Revy, weren't it? Yeah, yeah, I think that's really entertaining, but I don't know, kind of... We, we try not to get drawn into the sports world all the time, don't we? I love that bit where Revy said, um, I think you're a good manager, good lad. <laughs> <laughs> good yeah. lad, is about to be as old as him. Uh, Matt said, one notable interview that we missed, and this is a good one as well, I don't know if you've ever seen this, John Cleese and Michael Palin in 1979, about the life of Brian. Um, it was basically with a, a bishop, basically, and he got really bad-tempered, and not the 9 o'clock news did a sketch where they mocked it. Uh, uh, that means yeah, that, 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 that sketch is absolutely fantastic, with his sort yeah. of flipping. Put that Monty Python sketch in my... But yeah, that were a good... Michael Palin's 
furious on this interview. And he's like, basically, I don't, I don't even think the bishop watched it, and he's just saying it's disgrace. It's, you know, it's too. How can you take this man's name in vain and all this? And Michael Palin is genuinely angry with him for not watching. Because I don't think Life O'Brien is a piss taker, Jesus Christ at all. It's about someone who's got the wrong prophet, isn't it? I don't think it's kind of a parody of his life, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, but I don't think they're taking taking the piss. But... Well, they're not laughing at Jesus because Jesus is not in it, is he? So. No, no. Uh, and he's not, is he? No, 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 because they just mistake Brian for being a, a yeah. prophet. So I've not seen it for fucking ages, actually. I think I always preferred the Holy Grail, but I don't know. Um, maybe do some Python, see if that's just... Uh, can I just shock you? I don't yeah. like Monty Python. A lot of people of our age, a lot of people below 50 don't get Monty Python, but... I think there's some brilliant sketches in it. I just think they would, it, it were mad at the time, but that's not enough for it to still be funny now. I think if you have that nostalgic rem- memory of it, then that's great. I like Dad's Army, but I don't expect my kids to find it funny. You don't like Ministry of Silly Walks? No. It's just, I get why it was good, because everything was very serious and you had these mad people doing mad things. But I used to find it really funny as a kid, actually. But, you got Limmy, yeah. you got Limmy now, haven't you? Stop banging on about it. You're never going to meet him. Uh, ben uh, message and he said he knows it's been in the in the works for a few weeks, uh, but it's hilarious timing that the, we did the latest Mailey episode, obviously Peter Geddon, at the same time as this story broke, broke about the BBC presenter, who is still yeah. unknown. Even though I know, I think everyone sort of knows who it is, but we can't say it even on a podcast like this that gets. Nowhere near as many listeners that anyone's going to be bothered about, but I don't think we can say it legally. If if one of our ten listeners was his lawyer or him, it'd be shocking, wouldn't it? But we can't take that chance. We can't shake that. I was shocked by who it is. Uh, what about you? Uh, yeah, not so much. Ah, you, had, you had suspicions. I, I, yeah. Yeah, I think it, was, uh, it wasn't one of the ones who would have stunned me. It, it was one that I thought, mm. not not that yeah. I've seen any evidence, just. If it's got to be one of them, you're going down the list. You're kind of thinking, right, who's who could it be? I, I do feel sorry for people. That obviously, Ryland had to come out. <laughs> Why Ryland? I didn't even know he worked at BBC. I thought no, he worked for well, I, I didn't know who was on BBC, and he had to come out <laughs> and announce his innocence. I do feel sorry for him. Uh, yeah, I do. I think like, anyone who's been, been like sort of think uh, Nicky Campbell said it's like it's like a brass eye sketch in itself. I think Nicky Campbell, like I said, it's been one of the hardest weeks of his life because people were saying it were him. Paddy McGuinness, someone said. <laughs> I never saw that one. Yeah, he's come out Paddy McGuinness. It's not funny, but it is because it's just randomly. It's funny how badly handled it's been. So oh, yeah. It's just horrible, Twitter, because people were like, Jeremy Vine got most of it. And I know a lot of people hate Jeremy Vine because he's a fucking dickhead and he was cycling stuff. But yeah. I think, you know, someone said, someone said, uh, well, it's no, no surprise, is it? People think it was Jeremy Vine seeing as he goes out with the camera wherever he goes. <laughs> That's not evidence. Ah, we've got him. We've got him. That. Police. Are, what? Hold on. Is that Jeremy Vine? He's got a camera to get, it, get him locked camera up. Again. Yeah, well, it's just uh, ridiculous. Um, Matt said he's just watched Brassai uh, on YouTube and listened to us, and he said even 22 years on, it's still shocking in parts. So the Phil Collins bit is what most people remember. Now, that's weird, that, because we weren't on it at all, really. No, we, we both expected that to be a much bigger thing. I, I don't know if... He wasn't in one of the other ones, was he? And, and the, he got more airtime in one of the six. I don't think he think did. Him. No. I don't think he did. I think he's just got that... I, I'm talking nonsense. He was holding up the massive big pill in Cusain. It's Kate. That's not him, is it? 
No, that were Bernard Manning were one of the people who got uh, thinking with that. Obviously Edmonds. Um, I think that's the second most famous one, the cake one. Yeah. Just like, yeah. I think like Bernard Manning was the sick bastards. It's, like, it's a massive drug, isn't it? Like it's like a oh, massive. Oh yeah, yeah. It's like it's bigger than an actual cake. It's ridiculous. <laughs> it's absolutely ridiculous. They play that song and he goes, uh, I think it's like a fast song. He goes, to someone on cake, that song lasted for five hours or something <laughs> like that. It's ridiculous. Uh, Matt said that uh, this is 10 years, obviously, Brass Eye before Jimmy Savile died, and then it all went mad. And he said, perhaps this shows how people in plain sight got away with it, which is something that I sort of touched on. That. And I think you this know, is what um, kind of... Obviously, everyone said Lydon called him out, uh, Savile. Yeah. On, I was watching an old uh, Richard Herring podcast, and he... Yeah, I know what you're going to say, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Says they, they used to make a joke about it, like, every week. So, yeah, what Jimmy Savile's been up to. Because they just thought it was that ridiculous that everyone kind of said it that it was just nonsense but yeah they were they were out in him every week yeah uh, there's loads of people said i think uh have i got new fewer on there where anybody where someone else said something i think there's like a i think there's something on youtube where it says all the times like people mention jimmy savile being a pedophile like in passing it's i don't know it's just yeah uh anyway ptrd just simply text us baltimore which is obviously means uh I'm literally running at them now with my trousers down. <laughs> so <laughs> for, even in the edit, I said to you, like some of the clips really did make me laugh. Like I knew what were coming the second time round, and it's still really funny. Maybe funnier because I was expecting it from Lineker. Brilliant. I just, I, I don't know. I mean, like I say, we've not got that much back on this one because it's, uh, it's, um, yeah, it's only, it's only been released today, hasn't it? So, yeah, released that's... this morning, but if you've listened, just if you just please, mind you, we're that, confusing so. things there because this will be released tomorrow, tomorrow, yeah. So, it's no, so we're there. back in, we've gone back in time, if anything, like we're... forwards because we're, we're, we're it's tomorrow for you now, but we're, we're it's not true. Back. He travels in time, doesn't he? Doctor Who, <laughs> you mean, doesn't he? He's like, that's the famous thing that he that's does, the thing he does, isn't it? He travels, he's the one in. Great Scott, what's his name? That's not his name, is it? <laughs> McFly. Great Scott. <laughs> uh, who's the other guy who's who travels in time? <laughs> How would it? It's supposed to be short this, and we're listing time <laughs> travellers. Yeah, time fa- favorite time travellers. A good episode. Who's your favorite Doctor Who before we wrap up? Uh, Tennant, but yeah, quite like Matt Smith. Um, yeah, I think there was a golden era when I was watching it. I don't really know why I stopped because. I kind of, I was still enjoying the Matt Smith series, but I just, it must have either it moved times or I started doing something at the time it was on. And you're not like Capaldi then? Yeah, no, I got any issues with him. I've only but seen fucking little bits time traveling. Like, obviously, didn't say that, but uh, it would have been great wouldn't it, if it had done it as, as a Malcolm Tucker. Uh, Tom Do Baker, we... watch any of his shit? Uh, no, McCoy was when I was young. Quite like McCoy. Yeah. I like um, McCoy. Ace. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Well, probably, actually, we should maybe come to, maybe do an episode where we do our favourite Doctor and his assistant and Baddie. Well, there, there's some absolute fantastic episodes of Doctor. You always go about the Weeping Angels or whatever it's called, aren't you? Yeah, there's, yeah, that's so cleverly written, that, yeah. Any, mm. Anyway, I'll put, I think that's, that's I'll put, enough. I'll put, I'll put, yeah, so that's basically, thanks for all your comments. Keep them coming in uh, about the Peter Geddon episode. And all we've got left now to say is next week's episode, which is something we've been asked for twice, at least. I can't remember it was asking. I can't believe we're doing it after after one shocking one. Yeah. And with another one that we're going to have to warn people We're not about, sure what, so. what episode we're going to watch here yet. 
because we're just going to watch an episode of it or maybe two episodes. Um, but they're all the same, if I remember right. Like, and it is Euro Trash. Yeah, so pick an episode and you probably you'll have seen the same episode we've seen, whichever one you watched. Um, and I remember this being shit. In memory, they are always. I, I hate it. It's, so it's we'll weird see that we're doing it. it yeah, might, maybe, it maybe we're going to think it's brilliant and we didn't know. Oh, yeah, I'm quite looking forward to it because I don't remember finding it very funny, just a bit sickening, like yeah, it's really like, like sort of creepy. Like I found the the white haired man, the sheep man, a horrible man. I can't really remember that much about it. John Paul Gaultier uh, presented Yeah, that's him, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's bizarre that they got him, but we'll talk about that next week. Uh, we'll look for a, a, an episode to watch on it, and um, and yeah, and we'll uh, talk about Brass Eye. But my, well, I'll tweet out what episode we're watching, if anyone's interested. Not Brass Eye. Not Brass Eye, Euro Trash. We're not doing Brass Eye again. Um, yeah, Euro Trash. I thought we'd keep it safe after the controversy of Brass Eye. Euro Trash. Yeah, it is what it is. We're going to do it. So thank you for listening to this midweek episode. Keep sending us any comments. And thank you. Goodbye. Goodbye. If uh, anyone wants to get in touch with us, send us anything. Find us on Twitter at livingwithmade1. Or you can send us an email at livingwithmadely at outlook.com. Living with